please turn with me to our reading this evening from John chapter 10. And I'm just going to read uh, one verse and we will just be dwelling upon one verse and one theme really this evening. John chapter 10 and verse 11. The words of Christ, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. That's our topic for this evening. Very simple topic in many ways, uh, but uh, we hope it has much for us uh, to learn and to uh, be encouraged by. There are many things, friends, uh, that we can say as human beings that we share with one another. Things that are common uh, characteristics that are common to us all as human beings. Abilities, traits that are universal across the board. Something that every one of us, if we are human, uh, has uh, these particular traits. Speech, the ability uh, to communicate, to get our message across in some way or other or through our words, uh, to express ourselves. Every human being, well, you know that they walk uprightly. It's a trait that is only found in our, uh, amongst us. Humans are the only ones who wear clothing. All of us uh, do that, uh, unless you're in some distant tribe uh, in a very far off island place. But generally speaking, this is a trait only common in, in humans. Every human, of course, has an extraordinary brain. Something marvelous about, the, uh, about us, that we have this tremendous thing within us. But there's something else about us that we have in common. Something that is not really very uh, pleasant about us. Something that is universal and everyone shares this thing. Something that we all have, but it's not something really that is to our credit. And it's that's that we've all gone astray from God. The Bible says very clearly, repeatedly, we are all sinners. There we have all sinned. We have all come short of the glory of God. There is none good, no, not one. Of all the people who have walked on the earth, no one is good apart from one, and that is the Son of God. He's the only exception, the only one amongst the billions and billions of people. Every single person born into this world has gone away from God, has departed from the living God. Everyone has been a rebel against God. All of us have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. All have rebelled. All have gone their own way. Some have gone the way uh, of, in their departure from God. Some have gone down the way of unclean living. That's their choice in life. That's what they have made for their life. They're going to indulge in their own lusts and their own uh, sinful desires. Others say, well, that's not for me. But they have their own devising. They've come up with another way. And they say, well, for me, it's, it's the way of going up the ladder. It's the way of pride and ambition. And th this is what I'm going to set my heart on. But God is not in their plans. God is not in their thoughts. But this is their own way that they're fashioning out for themselves. Another person may say, well, I'm going down, neither of these are for me, but I'm going down the path of 
living a good life, trying to be a good person, just keeping a quiet life. But I don't want God in my life. I just want to get on with my life. This is what I have chosen. See, everyone is choosing their own way, their own particular way to go. And that's what Isaiah said, all we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. What a tag for us to have around our necks. A rebel against God. Uh, One who is wandered far away from God. One who has gone astray from God. But that's us. That's a universal trait uh, for mankind. But we, so we need, friends, a shepherd. How to be rescued? We need a shepherd who will come and rescue us and bring us back to God because of our own selves, we will never return to God. Of our, if it was just left to you and me to decide to come back to, to God, it would never happen. We would go further and further away. But we need someone to come and uh, to rescue us, to save us, to bring us back. We need the Good Shepherd and we need the Lord Jesus Christ. And so Christ says, I am the Good Shepherd and I, I have given my life for the sheep. The Good Shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. Christ has come to save us. Christ has come to rescue us. Christ has come to reconcile us, bring us back to God. This is why he has come. Well, we need him, friends, to save us and to bring us back to, the, to our God. Well, I'm going to talk a little bit more about Christ as the good shepherd uh, in a moment. But firstly, let's think a little bit about sheep. Well, you know that in the Bible, uh, fallen man is often compared to sheep. Uh, to an, uh, and here, it, to an animal, or to, uh, it's compared man, I beg your pardon, man in himself. He's higher than an animal. He's endowed with reason and speech and abilities and things which are, an animal just doesn't have. But uh, he, he, and also he has this immortal soul within him, a soul that will never die. But the Bible uh, compares uh, a man uh, to an animal, a beast, and uh, because, in a sense, sin has degraded him. In his fallen state, man, it seems, has become animal-like. Sometimes we could even say uh, less than an animal, because even animals seem to know that there is a God. Even animals know that there is something that they call upon for their food. They, they know these things. But, uh, but man, he lives without God. Man has been degraded and debased by sin in God's sight. And now it seems like man is like an animal and he's behaving like a beast. Not a, not a noble beast, not an intelligent beast. Man is not compared in the Bible to a lion or to a golden eagle, some great uh, animal, but to a silly sheep. <laughs> that's what he's saying. We are all like sheep. Well, that says a lot about us, friends, that uh, we are sinners. Well, we're, we're like silly sheep. I'm sorry to put it in that way. But it is a foolish thing when you think about it. Perhaps maybe now you don't realize it. 
Perhaps later you realize it, but it's a foolish thing to live without God. It's a foolish thing to leave God out of your life. It's a foolish thing, really, to go your own way and think we can manage a life on its own and its challenges and its temptations and its difficulties. To, we can't do it, friends. We, we, go, we need uh, the Lord to live a life without dependence on God, to make such a choice. Well, that's a foolish way for us to go. Sheep, as you know, uh, follow. <laughs> I, uh, I think I've told you the illustration before. Uh, if you don't mind me repeating, but uh, there was a, a flock of sheep and they were crossing the bridge and uh, there was a car coming the other way and uh, the, the lead sheep at the front, well, he panicked and he jumped on top, he jumped over the bridge and that was one thing, but then the whole flock saw this one sheep jumping over and all the other sheep jumped over uh, to their death into the river below. They all followed the lead sheep. We're like that, isn't it? We're just following the crowd. We're following the fashion of this world. What is popular? Oh, that's the way that I will go. That's what's the in thing to do. Where's the in crowd? I don't want to be an odd one out. I don't want to be one who is believing in God. I don't want to be one who says I go to church on Sunday. I read my Bible. I pray. I do all these things. I seek the Lord. I try and please Him. Oh, we want to be with the, with the crowd which says it's better to live without God. It's better to live in unbelief. That's the kind of life we want to live. We want to live life, the popular thing today is to live life without a shepherd, to live life on our own. Oh, everyone's doing that. I'll do that as well. I'll follow the crowd without really thinking, where's this leading me? Where's this decision to live without God leading me to. I'm not thinking about that. I'm just thinking about the here and now, not knowing that the consequences of living a life without God means that at the end, if I've said to God in this life, depart from me, I don't want the knowledge of you, then when the day of judgment, he will say the same to me, depart from me, you workers of iniquity. It will take us, friends, uh, away uh, from God forever to choose, the, to choose a life without God. Sheep, as we know, well, they all uh, look somewhat pretty, but they're also pretty similar in themselves. I can't tell one sheep really from another. Maybe a, sh a shepherd can do that, but to me they all look uh, quite uh, the same. I can't really tell the difference between one or the other. It's like us a bit, isn't it? We like to think of ourselves that we are original, that there's nobody like me. <laughs> there's a, I'm, I, I'm a standout from the crowd, you know, and we're really not friends. We're all alike. We're all in the same boat. We all have the same things to face in life. We're, none of us really are original in that sense. Sheep also, we could say, well, they cannot live without care and attention. They need a shepherd to look after them. There's no such thing. We've never heard of a wild sheep. There are, every sheep needs the tender, loving care of a shepherd. It needs to be shepherded. It needs to be watched over. It needs to be fed. It needs to be led to pastures by its shepherd. Its very happiness and safety 
His very existence all depends on the care and the nurture of the shepherd. It's so dependent upon him. It's the same with man. Man's happiness depends on God. Man's happiness, his place, is being under the, the direction of the Lord. It's, being, it's in a life that is obedient to him, in communion with him. This is where our happiness lies, to be the Lord's, to be under his care, to have him as our God, to have him as our help, the one who is our provider in life, the one who will keep his eye on us every moment, the one who will never fail us in life. This is uh, what we need. This is the kind of shepherd, the one who will love us with an unfailing love, the one who will satisfy us with the things that are needed for our souls. Oh, friends, this is where our best interest lies. To depart from him spells death to all our interests. And furthermore, to depart from the Lord, well, it just makes us vulnerable to temptations and to wrong ideas. We don't have anyone to protect us. The shepherd is not there. The sheep is exposed on its own, and anyone can get it, anyone can steal it, or anyone can kill it. And that's like us, out on our own, vulnerable, insecure, without God to help us, exposed to different ideas that come our way, lusts that are too powerful, too strong for us to resist. Oh, friends, uh, how uh, we need the Savior. Then also as a sh uh, sh the sheep, <laughs> or you, <laughs> the sheep, they're, very, they're in some senses, they're quite clever, but only in one sense, and this, in, they're very good at getting away from the fold. They're very good at escaping. There's a little hole, little gap in the hedge, and they'll find it. And they'll be through that, and they'll be out on their own. And they'll go wandering far away. Just so, so clever in this sense that they're able to find a way out from where their safe place where they are. Man is like that. Man is so quick to understand evil things, so quick to invent evil things, so quick to find ways, new ways of sinning against God. This is, he, how does he do it? He's able to do these things. He doesn't think about, I must return. My sins are terrible. My sins are awful. My sins have destroyed my life. I must return to God and beg his forgiveness. No, he's thinking about new ways to offend the Lord, new ways to do evil. And we see this in our day, isn't it? We have inventions, even the men, take, uh, take for example the internet. It's a great invention. It gives us access to one another by email and now by video online and, and so many wonderful things. And yet people have taken this invention and have corrupted it and have devised, are using it for evil purposes and immoral purposes. We know that and fraud, and so on, all these things. Uh, uh, man is so very good at finding ways uh, to do evil. And the thing about sheep, they're good at getting away, but they're not very good at returning. They cannot find their way uh, home again, and they're least likely to return. They just wander, go, and go, and go, and they keep going on and on. So very different even from the other animals. Cats, 
<laughs> and they know how to return our, uh, our neighbor's cat. She knows that we feed her, at least she used to. Uh, but uh, she, she, whenever she's hungry, she comes back to the house. She knows uh, that food has been available there. Or dogs as well, they know how to return to their owners. You've seen Lassie? You've watched Lassie? Lassie, come home. Lassie goes away, far away, hundreds of miles away, and yet she goes through the waters and she goes up the mountains and she injures herself, poor, poor little thing, but she's always able to find her way back to her owner. But man doesn't find his way back to his owner. Man is blind to the way of repentance. Instead of going home to his God and uh, setting his direction there, despite what happens, he wants to make his way back. Oh, he, he goes further and further away. Oh, friends, uh, one final thing about sheep and that sheep uh, who go astray. Oh, it's such an ungrateful sheep, isn't it, really? It owes everything uh, to the shepherd. The shepherd has been so gentle with the sheep. The shepherd has fed it, looked after it since it was born, and has healed all its diseases. But that sheep, if it goes astray and is restored again to the fold, tomorrow it will go astray again. That's so ungrateful. But that's what happens with us. The Lord has blessed our lives. He has provided what we need, even though we have not turned to Him, even though we have rebelled against Him, still He has been very kind to us. Still He has fed us and provided things for us in our life. But we're so, we, we do not respond with thankfulness and gratefulness of our lives, and we go further and further away from Him. Friends, some, some people think as you grow older that they will come to the Lord, but it's the opposite. As we age, if we don't come to the Lord in our youth, as we get older and older, we're actually going further and further away from Him. Our hearts are becoming harder and harder. It's best to come to the Lord straight away. But oh, realize, friends, how much we owe to Him, how good God is to us, and how much we should respond to Him when He calls us. But let's think a little bit now and turn our attention to the shepherd. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. The word good can also be translated excellent. I am the excellent shepherd, the Lord says. And so uh, let's think about Christ as the good, the excellent shepherd. Well, you know the shepherd, he deals so very gently uh, with his sheep. He especially tends the one who has gone astray. When he finds, he goes looking through thick and thin, over mountain and valley, to find that lost sheep. And when he finds that sheep, then he doesn't beat it. He doesn't berate that sheep and tell it off. He, uh, he, put, he carries it on his shoulders and takes it all the way back to the fold. He doesn't get out his rod and start beating it back. He deals very gently. Yes, it's that foolish sheep's fault, it's gone that way. But the way that the shepherd treats it, 
he still deals very kindly and gently uh, with it. Oh, friends, what a picture of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Savior. How gently he deals with us when we return to him. How skilled he is at dealing with returning sinners. How skilled he is in helping uh, people come back. Look at him through the Gospels and you see how people uh, came to him and he dealt with them in such a, a gentle way. You remember that woman who was notorious for her sin. Everybody knew her sin. Her sin was, was immorality and it was out in the open and everybody seemed to know about it. But one time when Jesus was in the house and she, went, she got into the house and she got to his feet and she... Uh, with her tears washed the feet of the Lord and then used her hair to, to dry her feet. And then Simon, who was in the house, said, if, 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 this is really, if this is the master, knew what kind of a person this is, he wouldn't let her touch him. But he knew exactly what he was. And he, he said, your sins, which are many, are all forgiven you. Oh, he... He knew, he didn't deal harshly with that person. Yes, she had messed up her life. It was her own doing. She never denied that. But look at the way Christ deals with her. Oh, then there's Zechariah, Zechari sorry, not Zechariah, uh, I've forgotten his name, but uh, Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus, who went up, uh, who was, saw the Lord uh, at, at the, from the tree. And the Lord, again, here was a man who had dealt uh, badly with other people, and he had taken money from other people, uh, and he had been unjust and unfair, and yet the Lord didn't treat him harshly. The Lord said, Zacchaeus, I must come down. I must stay at your house uh, tonight. And he went, and no doubt the Lord spoke to him about forgiveness and pardon and salvation. And Zacchaeus of his own self said, Oh, I'm going to repay back uh, what I took uh, by fraud and so on. The Lord knows, friends, how to deal, but he doesn't deal with us as our sins. Oh, many of us here who are believers, we could testify, I tell you myself, my own story, I, I deserve to be punished more than I have been. But Christ has dealt with me. I, I, when I came to the Lord, and I, I was expecting the Lord, as it were, to come down as, as a ton of bricks upon me. But he didn't deal with me in that way. He dealt very gently with me and brought me to repentance and to forgiveness. And this is how kind the shepherd is. Oh, he tends gently with us as sinners. If only we will uh, come, uh, come back to him. There's no harshness in his response. There's no angry look uh, from him but he uh, brings us back to himself with love. That shepherd, well, he had to tend any wounds that this uh, sheep had, uh, had incurred by going away from, from the fold. Well, he had to tend to them and he had to uh, band, uh, bind up those wounds and heal them. And this is also what the Lord Jesus does for us. Oh, if only we know going away from him hurts us wounds us, our sins wounds, wounds us, and it, makes our, it deforms our characters, makes us angry people, or proud people, or uh, unforgiving people, or rebellious people, all these are wounds that we incur by, by going on in a life without the Lord. 
we come back to Him, oh, He changes us. He heals those parts in us which are uh, so wounded. He heals our character. He makes us better people. He subdues that anger that is in us. He takes away the pride and makes us a humble person. He takes away the meanness that we have, be, we have and He makes us a generous people, a thoughtful, a considerate people. This is what He does. He heals the, our wounds. What a Savior. He's, what a shepherd we have who cares for each individual sheep. Then we could say, a shepherd must protect the flock and keep them from danger. You remember, not so long ago, we had Britain's loneliest sheep. You remember? Britain's loneliest sheep, well, uh, she uh, got stranded at the foot of a, a, a cliff, a remote cliff in Scotland. And she ended up being on this cliff all on her own for two, uh, for two years. And just about managed to survive. And it was too dangerous to go down and rescue her uh, from that position. Eventually, uh, some people did uh, only this last year. But uh, she was in great danger, even in that position where she was. Oh, friends, we are also in great danger ourselves. What, what great danger we are in without Christ, without salvation. We are lost. And we are in danger as lost people of any moment dropping from the world and into hell and into an eternal separation from God. At any moment that could happen to us. And that's the greatest danger the unsaved person faces. And he needs somebody to save him from that danger. But who can save him? Who can rescue him from that danger? Christ has come. Christ is the only one who has interposed. Christ has come to save us from hell by giving His own life for us, by being wounded for our transgressions. So those who trust in Christ, well, they are saved from this danger, saved from the second death. And then a sheep also, or rather a shepherd, must know where to find pasture. And Christ knows uh, how to bring us to eternal life, to give to us the things that really satisfy our souls, to bring us to a place of contentment and happiness and true joy and true satisfaction. Christ, friends, is the shepherd who can lead us to this place. But then, just one or two more things. Uh, shepherd is really, we could say, a very lonely occupation. It's a very solitary one. And so it was for the Son of God. The Son of God had to leave heaven and He had to take him upon Himself a human body. He humbled Himself and became man so that He could make an atonement for man. He came to do this work. But couldn't somebody else come? Couldn't somebody else do this work? Couldn't an angel, couldn't God send the highest angel, the strongest angel? Couldn't He come and do this work for us? No, friends. Only the Son of God could earn redemption for us. Only He could take upon Himself this task and accomplish it. None other person could do it. He is the one single person uh, that is able to do it. 
that punishment of sin that we talk about, friends, that punishment of sin, if it was to be laid upon the shoulders of another person, even if that other person was a very high angel, it would crush that person. It would smash to smithereens the, that angel even. They wouldn't be able to bear it. Only the Son of God could bear the load of that punishment for sin and come out the other side. He is the only one who could do it. Only Christ, friends, could bear the full weight of God's justice for the sins of those who trust in Him. Only God, Christ Himself alone could bear the full weight of it. We can never appreciate and understand what He went through. But friends, there was no one else who could do it. Single, solitary person could, could be the Savior, qualified to be the Savior, and that is the Son of God. He, in His deity as God, was able alone to bear a God's justice and take the punishment of our sins upon Him. There was no other good enough, the hymn writer says. There was no other good enough to pay the price of sin. He only, He alone, could unlock the gate of heaven and let us in. Friends, we need this shepherd. He's the only savior of sinners. And then a shepherd calls his sheep and they come to him. They, they follow him. This was so common in that time uh, of Christ. They, the sheep would be called by name and they would come and follow the shepherd. So also the Lord calls us tonight, the good shepherd who has given his life for the sheep, he calls us, He calls you today to come and follow Him. This excellent shepherd who is worth following, who is worth having as our shepherd. Oh, friends, you need no other. But He calls you today, follow me. Give up your life going astray. Give up your rebellion. Give up your sins. Come and acknowledge your sins before Him. Come, He says, and I will forgive you. And I will change you. Come in repentance. Come trusting in the atoning blood of the Lord Jesus Christ and all that He has done on Calvary's cross. Come and yield yourself to me, He says, and I will receive you. And I will be that shepherd to you. And I will change your life. And I will take you to glory. I will take you to be with me in heaven forever. This is what He will do for us. Oh, friends, this is so simple, isn't it? This is such a simple message to us. We have gone astray, but if we return to Him, even tonight, in our hearts we pray, Lord, have mercy upon me. Make me one of your sheep. He will hear your cry. He will forgive you, and He will receive you. Let's pray together. Oh Lord, we are undeserving of the least of your mercies, but we thank you that you are a God of great mercy, and we thank you that you have provided for us the only one who could save our souls, even the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you again for his coming. Oh Lord, help us to believe, help us to trust only in his name, and receive us as we return even to you with all our hearts. 
Lord, we are done with sin. We are done with this world and we would have, be known after your name and we would be those who follow you and follow the Lamb whithersoever he goes. Bless us, we pray, each one. We ask these things in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. We close by singing our final hymn, number 385, Out of My Bondage, Sorrow and Night, 385.